the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Joining me on the show is Chris Duncombe from the Vancouver British Columbia Country Band, the Washboard Union. Six members all together, and the other two primary members, along with Chris, are Aaron Grain and David Roberts. Their album is coming out on July 10th, so save that date. Head to iTunes to pick it up. It's called In My Bones, produced by the huge producer, Trey Bruce. And we'll get into all that and more. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, thanks so much, Dave. It's really great to talk to you. It is my pleasure to have you here. I've been hearing the song a lot on radio. I've also been seeing the video on on CMT, of course, checking it out (laughs) online and social media and YouTube. Uh, Let's talk about that first single, Someday. You're getting a, a great reaction with this song. We really are, and in fact, we've been really humbled by the support of country radio in Canada and uh, and the good folks at CMT as well. Um, someday, uh, I don't know that bands ever really picked their singles. It seemed to be um, the one that Warner had gotten really excited about and wanted to lead the charge with, and uh, clearly they know what they're doing, and, and so I'm so glad that people enjoy the song and, and that uh, radio stations uh, have decided to play it. And leading up to the single and the new album coming out on July 10th, You've been nominated for Roots Artist of the Year at the British Columbia Country Music Association Awards. Signed on with the management team at Sakamoto Entertainment. And you've also now have a record deal with Warner Music Canada slash Slate Music. So many big things happening for you guys. How does it feel to have all this going on? And I think you guys have been together just a few short years. Yeah, well, you know, musically, we've been together much longer. It, it Things have really picked up and accelerated and just kind of uh, gone sort of far beyond our expectations in the past little while. Um, we met the Sakamoto's um, uh, probably about two years ago now uh, when we were in Nashville um, doing some writing and some recording. And um, they really fell in love with our music right away and, and put us out on the road with Zach Brown band. We got to play Blue Bomber Stadium in Winnipeg with Zach Brown and and their fans were so gracious to us. It was, it was just great. And then from there, we started working with the Sakamoto team and, and Warner and the Slate Music team had seen us play and, and decided collectively that, that they were going to become our team and, and help support us. And, and from there, we've just been having a, a very busy year and, and are just thrilled <laughs> with what's coming up. Pretty amazing. You are doing some big shows this summer. You've done some already. You've got more on the way. I know tomorrow night is uh, the Calgary Stampede, or I guess all this weekend you guys are performing. How excited are you guys to be part of the Stampede? We are thrilled, and and this is our first Stampede ever um, for Washboard Union. So to be playing in Nashville North with with not only some of the best bands in Canadian country, but some really great friends. I mean, Ridley Bent is going to be there. And, and Core Blund and, and Boom Chucka Boys and, and so so many other bands. It, we're thrilled. We can't wait. Uh, we've never taken in a stampede. We actually have an extra day afterwards to take in even more stampede. So nice. uh, we're really excited to play for the folks at Calgary. You guys have such a cool sound because as people will hear on the EP and the songs will play on the show, 
It's country for sure. There's bluegrass in there. So it's not necessarily conventional commercial country. It's got that edge to it and that bluegrass feel. Is that a sound that all three of you, the primary members, uh, come from that same place? Or is it something you've discovered? No, I think if there's a common place, it, it was the, the songwriters who were storytellers was what first united us. David and Aaron and I were more of a writing collective than we were ever a band. Um, and, and so it was those original storytellers. I mean, we loved the, the gunfighter songs. I grew up on Marty Robbins and, and Hank Williams and then George Jones and Buck Owens and all those, as did Aaron. Um, and, and so we really loved those songs. When we started playing music together in the very beginning, um, it was playing old trucker songs and, and songs like, you know, the Delmore Brothers songs from the 40s. And right. we just loved that music. So I think that it's probably a, a passion for, for country music's history and, and music like that, that that grew into the bluegrass roots and, and some of the more um, uh, roots end of, of what the band sounds like. Um, I mean, I think it's changed a lot over the years. Um, but, you know, we don't think about it too much. I guess what finds its way into the music is what finds its way there. Well, I'm a big fan of traditional country. George Jones, Hank Williams, as you mentioned, and, and the trucker songs. And I love the history and, and roots music as well. So I just love the sound you guys have. When you're in concert, do you have some uh, cover songs that you do that, that fall under those areas of music? Yeah, you know what? We we have a, a bunch. I mean, the show changes depending on what we're asked to do. But, um, yeah, there's a few in there. Obviously, we're huge fans of Zach Brown Band, so there's some of that that finds its way in there on the Canadian front. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, we love the music Dean Brody creates, and, and we do a tune or two from Dean. Uh, Thousand Horses is a band we really love as well. But going oh, yeah. to the other side, um, 1947, Alton Delmore wrote a song called Midnight Train, and we came across it and, and recorded it for our last album. And um, we actually sent it to the family because the copyright was so old that it no longer lived with a publisher or a record company. It was actually um, held by the, the granddaughter of Alton Delmore. So we wrote her and we sent her the copy of the song that we had recorded. And, and the, she played it for the family at Christmas, which was such high praise for us. And the family ended up inviting us down to um, play at Delmore Days um, down in Kentucky, which was incredible. Um, so that's an old song that... Everybody seems to know, but they're not sure when they ever learned it. It's just sort of part of all of our common music heritage, right. and uh, and that finds its way into the set as well. Uh, the name, the Washboard Union, is so cool, and it kind of evokes images in our mind in a certain style. Where did you come up with the name? We were recording with uh, Garth Richardson, who's a great Canadian producer who worked with us on our last record, and we worked with Bob Ezrin as well, who's sort of you know, Canadian legend when it comes to the recording world. And I, mm-hmm. I think somewhere along the line during that record, we'd made a conscious decision um, that we were going to change the name of the band. And, and the washboard was one of the oldest instruments out there. And it just kind of made sense to us. David always was playing one and, and had one in the band just as another piece of percussion. And so it was kind of a, a central piece of the music that kind of united everything. And it, it just made sense when we finally heard it in our ears. And more importantly, when we saw it on yeah. a T-shirt, we're like, yeah, yeah, that's us. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a cool name, uh, and it's a cool EP that is coming out on July 10th. I'm speaking with Chris Duncombe of the Washboard Union and the other primary members, Aaron Grain and David Roberts. And, and what a cool band. Let's talk about the song Someday, which is getting a lot of airplay now, Chris. Uh, the video is also getting airplay at CMT. What can you tell us about the song? 
well, Someday is Someday's an interesting song. It was a song that we co-wrote with Trey Bruce, who is our producer. And, um, you know, we all have these best laid plans of what we think life is going to look like um, when we're kids and then when we're teenagers and then, you know, as we move into our 20s. And, and quite often, in my experience and our experience anyways, those rarely come to be. Sometimes things that you don't even plan on um, take over in your world and, and make things so much greater than you could have ever even imagined. And, and love has that transitional power. And, and I think someday kind of speaks to that, that you meet a girl and fall in love and she blows your mind and, and all the plans can go out the window. Um, and and you, you get this sort of experience in life that you never even imagined. So I think that's probably where the song comes from lyrically. Um, the recording of the song is, is an interesting story because this album was recorded at RCA Studio A in Nashville, which um, we all collectively nearly lost to a developer who had planned to tear it down and, and build condos as developers do. But this mm. studio was such a central part to Nashville and country music history. It was built in 54 for Chet Atkins and for Elvis's band. It, it, it's where Jolene from Dolly Parton was recorded and so many other unique records. And, and so for us to be able to record this entire record in those sort of hallowed halls, you know, it was just such an incredible experience. Um, you could literally sort of feel those ghosts in, in the walls. And I think it found its way into the music as well. Pretty amazing. Well, let's hear that song now. The lead single from the EP from the Washboard Union. This is Someday here on In the Country. Farming, riding high on engine one. By the time I hit 16, I thought that one day I'd be the cleanup king to hit the wind and run. I never saw you coming in a million dreams, like a freight train running right over me. Till the day I met you, thought my Sundays were enough. Thank God, sometimes Sunday never comes. Moving in our first apartment down on Broadway, I came across a box of my old stuff. I couldn't help but wonder what if I played college ball right in.
And that is the Washboard Union with Someday. It is from their album In My Bones. That uh, EP will be available July 10th. We're very excited for that. You mentioned the producer is Trey Bruce, who also co-wrote Someday with you guys. What was it like working with Trey? Because he has produced for huge names such as Faith Hill, Diamond Rio. What was that experience like? You know what? It was incredible. We actually met Trey when we uh, were in Nashville on a previous trip doing some writing, and, and we sat down and wrote Someday uh, with Trey, and um, and we had such a great time writing together. Trey actually called up to Canada and said, look, I have to produce this record. I would love to work with the guys, and, and for us, it was such high praise and a great honor that we said immediately, of course, we're coming right back, and, and we recorded the record with him. Um, Trey is, is one of those really unique guys who was built to do the job he does, um, and do it well because he understands number one what it's like to be a musician that that quality songs make quality records um, mm-hmm. and then he just had a real sense of of taking what it was that we do and and what we wanted to sound like um, and really just being complimentary to it I mean we've played live together for so long we we were had been in studios before that he just managed to capture that live sound that was washboard union and, and bring it all together. Um, harmony is such a critical part of what we do, and, and he really liked that piece and saw it as something that wasn't happening maybe on country radio and a lot of other places, and, and he just uh, he really helped us find what it was we wanted to get done with within my bones. That is so crucial with a producer that you find somebody who understands your sound and allows you to be exactly who you are. That That had to be a great feeling, and especially when you said Trey wanted and asked to be the producer yeah yeah i mean that was not something we expected by any means and so uh you know spending as much time as we have with the guy now i mean he he still writes to us every time he you know sees the spin of a song on a radio station or he sees something in the press and he i mean he's really genuinely excited for us and i think that that's the start of what will be a very long relationship um between the washboard union and trey uh, you know in the future and i mean i'm excited to go back down i know the record's not even out yet but i'm ready to go write the next one so that's exciting that, and as a songwriter yeah. i know you're always excited about writing new songs and, and teaming up with other writers on the songwriting front when did you start uh, your first songs chris uh probably 14 i, I started writing wow. songs I, I you know um an interesting story is that you might not know this, but Aaron and I are, are about as close as, as you could be without being blood brothers. Our parents actually started dating when we were about 14. Um, and so Aaron and I got together and started playing cool. music in our early teens. And we went to you know college together and got our driver's licenses mm-hmm. together. And I was always a real big fan of lyrics. And Aaron was such a strong guitar player and multi-instrumentalist that we literally started playing. When we started to um, come together for what would become Washboard Union, we literally discovered we had too many guitar players. And Aaron said to me, um, I rented you a banjo, and here's a kid's book for banjo. Go figure it out. We need a banjo player. And so that's how I ended that's up starting awesome. to play banjo. So, yeah, we've been together and writing music since we were teenagers. And, and the great part is it's, it feels like we're just getting started. Do you have any tips, Chris, from your experience writing all this time for anybody listening who's somewhat new at it or is trying to figure out how to get past a certain point or, or write a better song? Anything you can throw out there that, from your experience? You know, I, I don't think it's my advice, but it's certainly advice that was passed on to me. And, and it's, don't write what you think, write what you feel. 
Um, hmm. And I think that, you know, that honesty in songwriting has been something that we've always tried um, to ensure uh, that, you know, we're, we're as close to that mark as possible, that we're, we're truly um, genuine about everything it is we're trying to say. So I, I think that that was really critical. And I think the other piece is, you know, the only way you find out what your voice is in, in, in writing music is to write lots of it. And so to take a page out of Nashville's history, these guys are literally writing a song a day. And so um, like any craft in the world, you'll only get better at it by writing all the time. And so you're going to write great songs and lousy songs, mm-hmm. but, but you're going to keep writing music. And it feels like I get a little better at it the more I do it. So. Now, who would you like to meet, Chris, from the world of country music? Who's an idol, a hero, or, or just a hero, or just somebody you think would be really interesting to talk about from the music business? Wow. Uh, so many of my heroes are, are long gone. Um, but uh, I think that, you know, one of them came true, and, and Aaron and I had the opportunity um, that Warner created for us to sit down with Zach Brown and spend an hour oh, on his bus and just talk about being in a band and and uh, and really help us out with where we were at the time. And, and I think that John Driscoll and, and Zach Brown and guys like that that we've met along the way have been absolutely instrumental for us. Uh, there's so many great heroes in country music, and like I say, so many, I, I would have loved to have sat down with Marty Robbins, Towns Van Zandt, George Jones, Buck Owens, uh, any of those guys, um, you know, uh, Dwight and, and so many others. Uh, I think that there's a lot of great artists out there that, that we're looking forward to meeting over the next few years. We're playing with Keith Urban in a few weeks, and I, I look forward to meeting him. I hear he's a really incredible guy. That is so cool. He's uh, obviously a mega country star here. He's a nice guy as well. And uh, that, that's so cool. So this summer is going to be a pretty busy touring one for you. It really is, yeah. We've got some exciting stuff coming up. So after Stampede, uh, we play Big Valley Jamboree with Reba McIntyre and Van Perry. Uh, we play with Keith Urban at uh, Sunfest. And then we're going to play with Big and Rich, which we're really excited about at oh, Rock nice. and River Fest, which is in the interior of B.C. Very cool, very exciting times ahead. Our listeners can check you out on social media, of course, and at thewashboardunion.com, your website. The album In My Bones coming out July 10th, and we've got another sneak peek at one of the songs. Uh, maybe it's The Moonshine. This is a great song. I listened to it earlier today. What can you tell me about this one, Chris? Well, I think that, you know, we all have those days where all you want to do is escape the walls that kind of bind you in the city that you're in or the town that you're in and just get out in the open country with some friends and play some music and and uh, and lose yourself for a few days. And I think that that's probably where maybe it's the moonshine comes from. It's you know it's not a think piece as they say. It's it's literally let's just get away. Let's get back to the things that matter and let's be right. together and uh, let's fall in love and let's have a few drinks and have a great time along the way. Maybe it's the moonshine from the Washboard Union on in the country.
punch out out of my way Running full speed on an endless track One step forward and three steps back There's something missing in this life I'm living And that is the Washboard Union. They are from Vancouver, British Columbia. The song is called Maybe It's the Moonshine. You'll find that on their upcoming album, In My Bones. I'm speaking with Chris Duncombe from the Washboard Union. You recorded the album in Nashville uh, in January of this year. What is Nashville like for you guys when you go there and you're in that great music community? As you mentioned earlier in the show, so much songwriting goes on there. What is the vibe you get in Nashville? Well, you know, it feels as though it's been a little different every time we've gone. Um, we've seen so many sides of Nashville now. We've we've had some incredible experiences down there. We were fortunate enough to see Eric Church in the Ryman and with about 80 other people in the middle of the night one night. And he really reminds you that things just happen in Nashville sometimes. And if you're in the right place at the right time, uh, you can take in some pretty incredible moments. Um, you know, the bluegrass side of Nashville is, is, is something that I fell in love with, too, in, in the Station Inn and I got to sit down with Del McCrory's bass player there and talk about his music and, and some of my favorite artists like the Steel Drivers and particularly Chris Stapleton, who I'm a massive fan of and, and would love to meet someday. Um, but you get to have these really unique music experiences. and You're forever bumping into people. Um, mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time in Franklin, Tennessee this time, which is where Trey produces um, his records at his home studio and... Uh, that's a totally different community and, and very cool as well. So, I mean, Nashville is literally just teeming with music at every corner. And, and granted, it's the home of the country music business as well, but it's, it's literally just every you know, great artist was drawn to that place. Um, and to see them live on Broadway or, or at writing circles or guitar pulls, I mean, you just are literally inundated by music, and it's so good for, for you to be there and for us to have been there so many times. And there's such a great Canadian community down there, as you know, Chris, of either artists who are visiting down there or so many that have moved down there. But you can always connect with fellow Canadians as well and kind of feel that uh, that home pride. 
Yeah, and our, our pal Brett Kissel, who we've written with in the past too, is uh, is down there. So it's always great to connect mm-hmm. with guys like him when we're down there. And Joey Moy is an old friend who's who's produced uh, Florida Georgia Line and, and Dallas and stuff and, and West Mac mm-hmm. and so many others too. So there's a great Canadian contingent down there representing Canadian country music. That is so cool. And along with Trey Bruce producing the uh, EP, In My Bones, great musicians were part of this. How did it feel to have some of the best in Nashville on this record? Yeah, there's a few guests on this record that were really incredible to uh, to number one meet and, and, and think about some of the records that they've been part of. Bob Britt, um, in particular for me, who is the music director for the Dixie Chicks and such an incredible guitar player. It was really great to be able to play with him um, and, and some of the guys that came along, um, Michael Brignardello, who played bass, who's played on Luke Bryan records and, and so many mm. others in the past. It, it, I mean, it's just, it reminds you that these guys have played from birth. They were all three Nashville, or sorry, Memphis musicians who moved to Nashville together and have played together for so long. So we just had such a great time playing with all of them. Chris, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show to talk about the album In My Bones, that EP uh, being released on July 10th, featuring the lead single that is out there now on country radio. The video is at CMT for someday. Uh, it's a great EP. I know people are going to love it. Uh, Chris, thank you for being here. And, of course, uh, your fellow band members, Aaron Gray and David Roberts, we wish them all the best, and you guys a great uh, summer touring season. Dave, the pleasure was mine, and please have a fantastic summer, and we'll hope to see you face-to-face very soon. I look forward to that. Once again, my guest has been Chris Duncombe from The Washboard Union. You can head online and check them out at thewashboardunion.com. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.